Hey listeners, welcome to Confessions from a Therapist, where we will not be spilling the tea on clients, but we will be giving you an inside look into the world of therapy. So sit back, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Please remember this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. Please seek services if you need, as this is not a therapeutic relationship or substitute for your own therapy. If you are in a crisis and need immediate assistance, please call 911. Hope you enjoy the episode. On today's episode, we will be exploring the basics of what therapy is, why people usually go, and who it's for. Awesome. All right. So we're going to be jumping in and talking a little bit about, well, starting off, just talking a little bit about what therapy is. I um I Googled it on my computer right here because I was like, what is the actual definition of therapy? Because I was just curious. Because <laughs> I, I know when clients come into sessions, they oftentimes ask like, you know, when it's their first time coming, they'll be like, I don't really know what to expect. I don't know what to think. And I always, I always ask them, what is like, what is therapy to you? What do you think therapy is? And then when they ask me, I always give my like opinion or what I think therapy is about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, what is the actual definition of therapy? Cause I don't even think anybody's ever told me that even in grad school. (laughs) No. Well, and I'm sure people Google it. I'm sure it's like one of the top Google searched things. Probably. I can imagine that is, especially after 2020, I can imagine that it's probably just like one of the most looked things now, at least. And so I was looking at it and says the definition of therapy is pretty much the treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder. And I'm like, makes sense. But it sounds so like cold. Yeah. Like, it's just like, so if I was thinking as a therapist, if a client came in and said, you know, like, oh, this is my first time, I'd say, you know, what do you think therapy is? And like, I don't know, a place to talk. about my disorder yeah about about my disorder disorder. and I'm like you're right you know it's a it's a treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder (laughs) you know and it's just like they'll be like okay (laughs) well but actually like I feel like a lot of people think that Mm -hmm. right like so they, they google it and they read okay treatment to heal my disorder and they're like okay well so then I have to be disordered Yep. Or am I disordered? Right. Like, great. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm di- now there's something like seriously wrong with me. And like, this person is going to heal me. Right. They're going to like, I'm going to walk into that room. They're going to tell me what I need to do. And I'm going to be healed 100%. Right. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. And then I'm good to go. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I could see it too, where this like common misconception that people get of like therapy, where they're like, I have to have a disorder in order to get treatment. Mm -hmm. There has to be something wrong with me in order for me to go in to see a therapist, you know? And I think that's what leads into this idea of like the stigmas and the shame that comes around therapy, Mm -hmm. or even why sometimes people don't even seek it out is because they, you know, might even Google the word disorder. What does that mean? And somebody, you know, Google kind of gives you all these like professional references to all these different things. And somebody's like, well, I don't really have those. I don't really have these things going on. So maybe I can't mm-hmm. but, you know, or gonna... yeah. Or I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this sort of this bias of like, well, I'm not like air quotes, like messed up enough. Right. Like I don't have yeah. air quotes problems. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, oh yeah, see, I don't mm-hmm. have like, I don't have a disorder. So I'm just confirming that I don't, I don't need to go. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said too, like the idea of heal, like I'm going to be coming and I'm going to be completely healed, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what people oftentimes say too. And you know, this too, when you, when somebody comes to therapy, they often say like, just tell me what I need to do to get over yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's not that easy. It's not, 
you know, healing takes time. And I know often people think that they can come in and just be completely, I snapped like, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. magic, like, oh, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's in working with like kids, right? Like really who you're working with are their parents mm-hmm. and parents don't believe that to be true. No. Um, and it's almost kind of like, okay, I'm going to drop them off to you. You like sprinkle your dust on them. Mm-hmm. Right. And they should like be better. Like they should be good. I should have no more problems with them at all. Yeah. And that was something that so many, like every <laughs> single time, but without exception, every single time it was, I had to explain like, that's not, not how it works you know, therapy actually takes a lot of work from Mm -hmm. all parties involved. And, you know, it's not this immediate, I wish, I wish it was, I could just like sprinkle some dust and then everything would be good. That would make our jobs much easier. Yeah. Much less stressful. Yeah. I mean, I do have a magic wand that I use for EMDR, but (laughs) (laughs) that's true. That's true. So you are like sprinkling a little bit of something. I'm in sprinkling there. a little bit of something in sessions. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of some magic. Well, so like, so when clients ask you what's therapy, like, what do you tell them? So what I usually say is that my, I always tell them like my goal as a therapist when it comes to working with you is to create like a safe space for you to be able to process whatever that you are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And so, and I tell them like, it could be anything. It does not necessarily have to be like something very traumatic or your trauma. It doesn't have to be your depression, your anxiety it can be really about anything. As long as you feel safe in this setting to process and talk about whatever it is on your mind, then I've done my goal as a therapist mm-hmm. in this setting. Yeah. Um, and that's usually what I tell them. And so then it kind of opens up that door of like, what can I do in order to help you create a safer place for you in this setting. Yeah. And that's really what I think is that it's just a a place for you to process. Yeah. Well, and I think that sort of explanation is good because we as therapists, like you're really there just to sort of like, I think of it as like walk along with somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of give them some options um, and then you kind of go where they want to go mm-hmm. it's very although some therapy is involuntary right like True. the best therapy the, where people are going to get the most out of it is when they like they choose they make the choice hey like I want to do whatever it is that their goal is you know let's figure that out together mm-hmm. um and that's one thing too that I think is sometimes a struggle again with kids is they're sent somewhere they don't want to be mm-hmm. um, right. Or even with adults, a family member tells you like, you need to get help. Like you need to figure something out. Oh yeah. And the goal is like for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. We're like you going to therapy, like your goals should be what you actually want to like figure out mm-hmm. regardless of what somebody else is like telling you is something that you need to work on, like you actually want to work on and get out of it. Yeah. And you bring up an important um, topic too, because I know that you have a lot of extensive experience, like working with kids. Mm -hmm. And so when I was, when you asked me the question, what I say in 
to a client if they were to come and ask the therapy like my mind went straight to like somebody who's like an adult you mm-hmm. know and they're asking me this question but like what would you say to a child or like a teen if they were to come in and say like in you know their first time coming to therapy and they're like I don't know what to expect I don't know what this is and then you ask them what they think therapy is and they go oh you're here to like just fix me and to heal me and things like that like what would your response be to them about like what is therapy to you um it'd be different depending on the age range Mm -hmm. so like when I was working with high schoolers again who were referred by like their (laughs) parents or a teacher right they were having some sort of issue with them um it was very much of like you know this is a place where you can talk about whatever you want that's safe right like I'm not going to narc on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. To like these other grownups. I think a lot of times kids, a grownup is bringing them to a place to then talk to another grownup. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, I don't want to like say anything to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Like all the grownups in my life are constantly yelling at me or I'm getting in trouble or, you know, I'm not doing things right. And so, yeah. Or you're even going to tell on me, right? Because yeah. a lot of adults oftentimes will go and like a teacher, if you were to tell a teacher something, they'd tell their parents and their parents find out or, mm-hmm. you know, vice versa, you tell their parents about it and their parents tell other family members about it. So they're like, why am I going to want to trust you, another adult who all the adults in my life or some of the adults, and this is for some teenagers and some kids, not all, you know, how am I supposed to trust you as an adult when all the adults in my life have hurt me in some way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for- with that, and that ranges across all ages, right? So even very little kids are like afraid to tell you something because they're like, are literally, they will say, are you going to tell like my mom? Mm-hmm. Right. Or I don't want you to tell like my dad or whoever. So that's something like when I'm discussing, like, what is, what, why are you here? Right. Like, what, what is therapy? It's very much, this is a place where you can talk about whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right. I also usually ask them because they're not bringing themselves there. Why, why do you think like, why do you think someone brought you here? Mm -hmm. Right. And that opens up a lot too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just letting them know like, Hey, like this is a place where you can talk about whatever I can help you. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like not like if you don't want to, right. It's like, you can choose. Mm-hmm. sort of what happens here yeah um and with like older kids like teenagers building that sort of like assurance of like okay therapy is not another place that I'm going to like be vulnerable and then get like stabbed in the back right yeah. like, um that's something that takes a lot of time and with tinier kids littler kids it's sort of the same thing, but I explain it in a little bit more of, you know, like we're here, we're going to hang out. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to, you know, help you. Like we're, we're going to figure out how to like help this situation, whatever, whatever the situation may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I know notice too, like, cause I don't work with a lot of young children that oftentimes when I'm explaining therapy, I sometimes have the parents explain it to them in the session. Mm-hmm. So like if the parents are, cause usually oftentimes the very first therapy session, I have the parents in the room with the kid. Mm-hmm. And so I would even say like, when I ask 
you know, what do you think of therapy? And if they're really young, you know, and they're like, I don't know, I go, and then I say like, why don't you ask your parent, like what, you know, what they think you're here for, what they brought you in for, mm-hmm. what to expect in this setting. And so sometimes I do that where I incorporate the parent into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it depends on like the parent, if the parent wants yeah. to be involved or not. Yeah. It depends on how close the family system is too, where it's, you know, are the parents like the ones we talked about where they're like, they're just a troublemaker, just fix them. You know, we want to be careful of that. In the first session, we don't just be like, so what do you think you're here for? And the parents like, man, this kid is just going to yeah. my nerves. I don't oh. want him in my house anymore. Yeah. Like, everything. Like, they're here for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so usually, like the first time is, you know, oftentimes just meeting with the parents alone, just to kind of get an idea. And depending on the age range of the kid, I think that that's where I think of too, where they're like, because I don't primarily work with kids under the age of like 10. I don't see too many of those. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have extensive experience in like, how would I explain therapy to a 10 year old or somebody mm-hmm. you know younger than that? Like usually 11 and up, it is pretty much like, you know, we're going to come in here. We're going to play some games. We're going to talk about some feelings. I'm going to teach you a little bit about those. And, you know, just, I want to, like I said, at the beginning, I want to create a space where you feel safe enough to come in here and just talk about whatever's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you do that to somebody who's under the age of 10? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. They really wouldn't understand, especially younger, right? Like very young. So I worked with like, right. Zero to eight was my age range. Mm. And a lot in this, like three, four, five, primarily, mm-hmm. sometimes I'd get some that were older, like eight, um, sometimes much younger, but really that's like three to five year range. And mm-hmm. They don't understand that, right? They're just like, I'm coming here for this. Yeah. You know, my mom brings me or my dad brings me. Um, and so it really is just kind of like, let's hang out. I think with with adults, they can like conceptualize, right? Like with their mind, like, okay, I'm in therapy. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Where with kids, it's very much, it's much more like experiential, mm. right? You're here. I can tell you that this is a safe place, but I have to show you. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I feel like a, a lot of legwork up front. Yeah. Um, that with kids gets done for them to not just hear like, okay, this is what therapy is. This is what you're going to be doing while you're here. But for them to actually experience like, okay, this is what I do when I come here, right? Like these are the sorts of things that we talk about. Like this mm-hmm. is how this goes for them to get a template. Um. And then, you know, they'll spill their guts to you, but yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. they'll tell you everything. Um, but, you know, it's really about that sort of them experiencing what therapy is first, mm-hmm. where I think like with adults, it's sort of the opposite. Like, let me tell you what therapy is and then you get to experience it. And with kids, it's like, let me show you what therapy is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you understand it. Yeah. And you know, I think as we're talking about kids and stuff like that, it kind of leads me into this next kind of topic that I was thinking about of what people, when we think of like what therapy is, oftentimes there are different types of therapy. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I just, it just came to my mind right now where it depends on what the person's looking for as well. Mm -hmm. So like, we're talking from a lens of like individual therapy, but there's different types and so to kind of jump into a little bit of those, I guess, if we, if we can, I guess, and a little bit about that part, because there's individual, mm-hmm. there's couples. couples therapy, there's um, family therapy, 
mm-hmm. and there's uh, group therapy. Yeah. And so even, mm-hmm. and well, and like within each of those, right. There's then like it's sections off to different types even, yeah. which like, you know, maybe this episode isn't, we don't have forever, right. To get into mm-hmm. all those different types. But I think that what people's, what people think therapy is, is what they see in a movie, mm-hmm. which is typically individual and like, that's it. And yeah. it's like, it's only, you know, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, let me like scribble on my notepad while you're like telling me something when really it's yeah. Yeah. It's way more expensive than that. Yeah. Cause like when I was thinking about how we explain therapy to people, I was like, I, again, my brain was thinking of like one person sitting in front of me and I'm explaining it. Mm-hmm. But when I was thinking about it too, and I'm like, oh, it even looks completely different for like different, mm-hmm. the different types, which we'll definitely get into when we move on. But you would have to explain it at least, at least a little bit differently with even. Mm-hmm. The so yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Couples therapy, mm-hmm. like the, the, the basics are the same, mm-hmm. right? It's a place for you to come, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully you feel safe. We're going to talk about whatever it is that's going on. Yeah. Um, and right. I'm going to give maybe strategies or like we're, we're going to process and work through some stuff. And it's just, it's the same for every type, but like how you go about that is very different. Yeah. 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 So, um, also thinking about, cause we we're kind of talking about like how to explain what therapy is to somebody too. And I think that when, when I think about it too, like the biggest thing is just for the person to have a place to explore their thoughts their emotions, feelings, behaviors, a place to like learn about all those things for them individually. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, right. Like I think so often it's, I have like one prop, but that's why we all go right. Like yeah, self included, right. You have mm-hmm. one big issue that's going on Yeah, and you're like, I need help with this thing. Yeah. And so you go and you're like, this is my, my one problem in life mm-hmm. is this situation that's happening to me right now. Yeah. And what I think is so great about therapy is that it's never just one problem. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always <laughs> like, it's an onion. Yes. Right? Like Shrek, like, right. It's like this onion of layers and you've mm-hmm. come because this outer layer is a little bit like dry, something's going on. Um, but then over time, it's sort of like you heal this layer, but then you realize, oh, dang, there's something else, right? And yeah. then it's like another one and another one. And that sounds scary and overwhelming like as I'm saying it, but in the process, you know, like that's really awesome because mm-hmm. you, un- you learn so much about yourself and you understand why you do things and like why you are the way you are mm-hmm. and then like, your mind is just blown you're like oh my god yeah that thing that happened to me or that you know like the way so and so my parent or whatever like parented or yeah yeah like no wonder I feel this way now you know yeah and I love the onion analogy like I I say that to quite a bit of my clients where they'll say, they'll laugh and they'll be like, I'm complicated. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not complicated. It's just layer of an onion. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to get to where all these behaviors, thoughts, patterns have come from. 
and it's just going to take some time. And I get that a lot where people are just like, oh, this is so much. This is a lot. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's a lot. You're kind of unraveling all these things that you've held in or that you've learned throughout your life. And it's just going to take time. You can't do much in 50 minutes, right? Or 60 no. minutes, however long your session is. You can't learn about yourself once a week for 50 minutes. It takes no. time. Mm-hmm. That's really what therapy is. It's a place to learn more about yourself and mm-hmm what you're about and what you like or dislike and just being in tune with your, your instincts, your, your intuition. Yeah. That's really what it's about. I really think that's where like the healing actually comes from, Mm -hmm. right? Like we give like tips and, you know, strategies and skills, right. And things Mm -hmm. to practice. But at the end of the day, it's really like the more that you know yourself, right? The more that you understand yourself without judging who you are and why you are the way you are, then you're able to, you know, piece back together things that were maybe a little bit broken or heal different things that you didn't even know needed healing, mm-hmm. right? Cause you were so fixated on like this one big thing. Um, yeah. I just think, therapy is like really awesome and not just because I'm a therapist but just because like it's really great don't lie no, I'm just kidding yeah I'm like oh yeah you know everyone should go but for real like I'm like mm-hmm. everyone should go um it's just such a I don't know I feel like important part of life I don't know what I would do if I didn't go right I know I, I always think back to like my first time going it was in college mm-hmm. and I remember seeing like a counselor at Um, the college campus and that was like my very first experience and I was like hmm this is weird like I thought it was weird at first I was like this is so uncomfortable and this is before I even thought about becoming a therapist Mm -hmm. and I remember just being so uncomfortable and then after like one or two sessions I was like oh my god like this is so awesome Mm -hmm. just being able to process and talk about things that and then having a a third party or um, somebody there to kind of doesn't really who's not really going to judge you for the things you say, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it too, where I can, I could have, I said things that I was like, felt uncomfortable to say around family or friends. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So that's why when I think about it now as an adult, who's been through the process of, you know, therapy and becoming a therapist, I'm like, this is, you know, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned so much just yeah. from going. When like my first therapy experience was all, it was in grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, like we had to go for, yeah, for a class. <laughs> yeah. And so, and at the time, right. I was like, I had no problems, mm-hmm. you know, I hadn't. Yeah, of course. You're right? at the like, top layer of the onion. <laughs> yes. Like above, like this, like the little flaky skin part, mm-hmm. right. Like not even to like the actual onion. I was like, I have no problems. Right. Like I'm a little stressed, but like, that's normal. And, you know, long story short, that first therapist is not my favorite, mm-hmm. right? I think that there were just, yeah, lots of things that she could have done differently. But what I did get out of that experience was I actually have some stuff mm-hmm. to like unpack, right? I actually have some stuff to unpack. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just sort of led me to, okay, like, let me then just find a person that I actually feel comfortable and yeah. packing it with. Right. And, you know, I love my therapist now mm-hmm. when stuff happens in my life. I'm like, okay, 
a week and a half, right? Until I, until my session. So then, you know, I can process this. Um, and like you said, without the fear of judgment that comes a lot from like talking to friends or family because they have investment in like your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And your therapist does too, but it's different. Like they're, they're non-biased. Yeah. Like I can imagine, cause it's so funny when you said like, you know, there are things that the that therapist couldn't do differently. And in my brain, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, that's why I only saw that one for like three <laughs> sessions or something. Yeah. Like, after a while I was like, eh. and then my current one, I really enjoy her a lot. Like I, I'm definitely going to start going back weekly. Cause I want to see her weekly, mm-hmm. but it, it, it does make sense to, to have a setting where a person's not going to judge you. Like a therapist mm-hmm. is, are supposed to be because you know there are some out there who kind of are can be a little judgy or kind of yeah. say things they shouldn't um mm-hmm. but you you know when you talk to a friend about a relationship the friend's always like oh yeah screw that person end it like what are you talking about like that's crazy or like just try your best to make it work like mm-hmm. just deep breathe whatever whatever it may be but a therapist is different if you're talking about relationship issues which is oftentimes why people go mm-hmm. is because of relationships in their life that therapist isn't going to be there to be like, leave that person or just try to make it work. You know, they're mm-hmm. there to, t- to process about how you feel towards it and help you build the insight mm-hmm. to kind of get to that point. Yeah. And so that's where it's a little bit, as you were saying too, it's a little bit different too, in that sense mm-hmm. where you, it's better to have that third party. Who's not going to say, yeah, leave them because of all these bad things or yeah, mm-hmm. stay because you know, all these great things about them, but let's ignore the red flags. It's like, let's list these things out. Let's see what this is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, much more neutral. Mm-hmm. We've all either had a friend or heard a story, right? Of like some relationship <laughs> struggles and like, then you like share something and that friend is like, leave them, right? They're horrible. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you end up back together. And now it's like, well, we can't really talk to them because right. they, they told me how much they hated your guts. Right. And like, <laughs> yeah. So now it's weird and awkward. Um, or with your therapist, like, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, like they're not going to be like, yeah, I hate them. Even though in our minds, we might actually be thinking that sometimes you're yeah. like, oh, gosh, this person is trash. Right. But yeah, you don't know. That. No, you <laughs> and can't it say that. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah, like affect right. your life. Right. Like, mm-hmm. because we, we only see you in therapy. And then truly, I think as a therapist, like we, have worked on this sort of like disattachment, mm-hmm. right? Like your clients, we help them. Ultimately, everything is their choice mm-hmm. and we're there to support their choices. And so- And oftentimes that's a big thing too. And I think that's what what I think of too. Like you made a really good point when you said that, like ultimately it's their choice in their life, but we're also mm-hmm. not- their friends or family who might say, fine, you made that choice by, I don't want to be with you anymore. Or, I don't want to see you anymore. Or, I can't, this isn't good for me, which is fine. You can set those healthy boundaries in life where you can say this relationship isn't good for me and I need to take a step back. But in therapy, it's different where you can come back and, you know, hopefully you feel safe enough with your therapist to kind of say, I, I went back or, mm-hmm. you know, it was really hard to, to, you know, when we talked about my feelings, it was really hard for me to express those that day. I wasn't able to, you know, we're going to be like, you know what? Same story, different day. Bye. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen. No. And you know, that's the thing where, where we are. We're just that, we're that sounding board to be like, okay, like 
you can tell me these things and I'm not going to say, well, mm-hmm. that's to be you, you know, we're going to really process through those things with you. Well, that's what it is. It's a, it's a processing, right? It's like therapy is a very forgiving place, mm-hmm. you know, even though there's nothing to forgive, but I think that's like the best way to explain it for people to kind of understand of like, there's literally like no attachment mm-hmm. to it right? It's wherever you are, that's where we are. Mm -hmm. And if that's 50 steps forward, awesome. But if it happens to be 25 steps back, all right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's fine too. It's part, part of the process. Like therapy isn't healing is not a linear, you know, just continual gradual, like on your way up. Um, it's all over the place. And Mm -hmm. Know. your therapist is prepared to deal with that mm-hmm. yeah. where friends and family not so much they're like how come you know why why are you going backwards right we hear that all the time from people mm-hmm. I guess we could talk a little bit too about like what and why do people go to therapy like if we had to like define that too like why why does somebody or what is the reason oftentimes people might seek out therapy or things like that? I think, you know, in being on the referral side, Mm -hmm. right. It's people are causing problems for other people. Mm. Like, and that's especially true, like for children. Right. So a child is causing a problem in a classroom, then they get referred. Mm -hmm. A child is causing problems at home, then they get referred. Um, For adults, it's, they're causing a problem in the relationship, right? Yeah. Um, A lot of the time it's like relationship things Mm -hmm. or you're in some sort of distress. And I feel like people really wait until they're really really distressed mm-hmm. um that's sort of like the push right like okay I literally can't I I need help so bad that I'm over feeling like worried about going to a therapist like I just need help mm-hmm. um so I think it's usually like people go because there's some like large problem for usually other people and so they're like you need to figure it out um I personally think people should go just because, mm-hmm. right? Like just straight maintenance of life. Um, I don't think there's any criteria, although insurance companies would disagree, but I don't think there's any <laughs> criteria of like, this is a therapy issue and this is a non-therapy issue. Mm-mm. Um you can literally go to therapy for any and everything mm-hmm. and nothing, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it makes it great. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Like you said, which makes it a great place for people to kind of go. And what you're saying too, makes a lot of sense. Like what is the reason people oftentimes seek out therapy? And it is oftentimes because of they're in distress in some way. And so, and they're, you know, the relationships are, you know, they're struggling in their relationships in life or even individually, like maybe they're noticing that 
they're not hanging out with anybody or they're just staying at home a lot or um, just constantly feeling down and sad or anxious or whatever it may be. And that's usually, you know, the reason people go mm-hmm. and you don't have to have any of those things to go. No. Still, no. you could be in the middle of a life transition and just being like, I just want to process about me possibly changing jobs. Mm-hmm. There's no real feelings in it besides maybe some, maybe want to build a little bit of insight, maybe yeah. some, and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Other times somebody just says, you know, I really just want to talk and have a, a third party just kind of to vent to about certain situations that are going on. And yes, we talked about like it being like an onion mm-hmm. and there are different layers. And sometimes that's the insight. That's the process where somebody might come in and just be like, yeah, I kind of want to change jobs. And you're like, okay. And then you process through it. But then you notice that this is a common theme in life where they, mm-hmm. you know, aren't consistent in some things or they feel like they need to run away from certain things. And then you kind of find those things. So that's why I always think to myself, like, that's what therapy is. It's a, like we talked about, it. it's a process to explore mm-hmm. yourself and to build these insights and to learn new things about yourself. Yeah. And it really is. It's sort of like this spider web of stuff, right. That connects. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like you talked about life transitions, you know, I, I started going to therapy for one thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since that beginning to now, like I got engaged and I got married and I had a baby in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I was so thankful that I, w- I then had this like consistent sounding board person to talk to and help me just like manage and navigate all those different little things, um, you know, on top of whatever the reason I actually initiated going, but I, I don't think that a lot of people really understand or really have ever got to experience. And maybe that's it. have really ever got to experience like the type of support that you get when you're in therapy with a good therapist Mm -hmm. that you click and connect with. Right. And sort of fits, um, you know, it's just, I think something that I wish was easier to show people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. So I think the last kind of bit of this podcast is just like, who is it for? Who's therapy for? And I think we kind of already said that a little bit where it's like everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone. (laughs) Um, yes, from tiny mm-hmm. itsy bitsies, because yes, they do have stress and there is all kinds of stuff, right. That even like very, very small children, like need support with mm-hmm. to, you know, all the way up 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like everybody there's, there's so much to cover. Like growing and aging and life, you know, life gets to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is living. Everyone's a human. Everyone has things that come up and stresses and struggles, um, you know, and therapy is there for you. Mm -hmm. Because the shoe will drop. Yeah. (laughs) I always tell people the shoe will drop eventually. Mm -hmm. And when it does, are you prepared to, to work through it when it, when it does happen, you know, it's oftentimes what I 
help clients through or what I talk to them about when they say like, oh, like things are going well. And I say, you know, I'm awesome. I'm glad to hear that. What happens when the shoe drops? And they're like, well, yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, you know, and that's the thing too, where it's like, who should go? Just anybody yeah. really wanting to like maybe build coping skills. Yeah. And more. right when you said that, I was like, yes, Donald. because that's true right like another part of what therapy is is equipping you to be able to deal with hard things that come along Mm -hmm. without it like completely wrecking you Mm -hmm. you know it's like giving you right we always say tools right skills things to manage like stuff that happens in life yeah. Um, but you know, that's really the other hat. So it's like half is this like processing, like what's going on, this sort of like more immediate dealing with things. And the other half is like, okay, how, how can we help you later mm-hmm. when other stuff happens? Because other stuff is going to happen. Right. Yeah. 100%. So like, how Definitely. can we equip you? Yeah. So yeah, I think that wraps it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that we're at the end of this one. Yeah, I say go to therapy, find a therapist. And then shop around. It's okay. We'll talk a little bit yes. more about that too. It's okay for you to jump in with the, your very first therapist. And you're like, this is not clicking. Yeah, that was our first experiences. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mine, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I'm going to do these for class. <laughs> and then like, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was going to say what they had said to me in therapy, but we'll say that for another yeah but yeah like I had to shop around because you know what was mentioned just felt uncomfortable and weird and I talked Mm -hmm. about it and I just went around looking for a therapist that I clicked with and I found one and you know and Mm -hmm. she's amazing and I it's so funny because that therapist and I share my birthday so it's so funny fun (laughs) I know like how how weird but um yeah go to therapy Mm -hmm. I know that it's scary and I know that it's probably going to be something that's going to feel uncomfortable at first Mm -hmm. and it could also be life-changing Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I think even bad experiences are life-changing. Yes. You learn a lot. You learn exactly. You learn a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it's about. You know, Mm -hmm. learning more about yourself, getting help along the way. Exactly. So go to therapy, everybody. Go to therapy. And until next time, tell your therapist, we said, hi. Yeah. But yeah, until next time we will, um, You guys take care and then we'll see you guys. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.